Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. I'm wondering how your New Year's resolution is going. We are nine days into a new year, and it doesn't even matter if you're listening to this months later, it's still going to be impactful in terms of achieving those goals when it comes to your health and wellness. And she, we all know making those New Year's resolutions usually uh, doesn't pan out the way you want it to, usually. She is somebody that works with a lot of women, helping them meet their goals when it comes to nutrition. She's also an amazing wellness coach at Blossoming Corner Nutrition. And Ala Shrady is back with us. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Steve? I'm well. I'm well. And I... I heard this recently. I want to know your thoughts on it. Instead of calling it a New Year's resolution, we call it a New Year's intention. We always have to set <laughs> an intention to do something, even if it's, I've learned too, meditation. Instead of just meditating, just opening up right. your mind, have an intention, i.e. a goal for it. Because uh, sometimes the resolution, it, it's almost like saying the word diet. You know, it's just, a, it's just a bad word, you know, it's a four letter right. word when you say yeah. that. Um, yeah. But what, do you, what are your thoughts overall of, of keeping our intentions to achieve those goals when, when we kick in a new year? Um, so I would say that uh, by changing our mindset and looking at our resolutions or goals as a habit change, rather than a short term tasks, we were more probably we were going to persevere and uh, go back to our goal even after a setback. Hmm. So look at it as a change, like a, a, as a, a habit change instead of, yeah, I have to do this by, the, by this date. I, I want to go even deeper with you on this. When we, when we say, <laughs> um, when we say habit change, it's my understanding <laughs> that there always has to be something pleasurable or positive with a habit or else it's not going to sure. stick. Why do people have the habit of smoking? Well, they derive some kind of pleasure from it. Either it relaxes them or just gives them a moment, whatever it might be. Um, exactly. How do we do that when it comes to, let's say we have a goal to shed 10 or 15 pounds and you need to have a habit in place to make that happen. What What's going to be your, your pleasure point for that? Yeah. Habit? So I like to talk by giving examples. So, for example, for me, running in the morning is where I get the pleasure from. Seeing the sunrise is there. Mm. It, it gives me pleasure. Uh, running and then feeling so good after that gives me pleasure. Putting me in a good mood where I will be uh, treating my family good is, is a pleasure as well. So uh, what I do with my clients as well is I change um, what pleasure in, in their mind is linked to. And then this is how we uh, start at the, as a habit. Another thing is mental rehearsal. So we can, for example, think like, like a lot of athletes, how do they achieve? Uh, what they achieve is by mental rehearsals. They imagine and envision the, their game or they run ahead of time, and then this is how they actually practice, and then they remove the inertia and the resistance to that workout, 
and then that's how they start enjoying it and uh, when they imagine themselves getting into the winning uh, or the, uh, being a winner or getting the pleasure from that workout they will actually more likely to wake up in the morning and do that workout or do that or perform well in the um um, game or uh, activity. Game. Right, exactly. Right, I want to I share something with you mm-hmm. um, based on what you just said. And I have a friend or two on Facebook, and I know them well, and mm-hmm. occasionally they'll post a picture of maybe the start of a sunrise or just, you know, it's from the car and it's completely black. <laughs> Some of them are teachers. <laughs> so it's like, you know, great to start my day, you know, seeing the sunrise. It doesn't motivate me. However, okay. however, however, mm-hmm. you before saying that seeing the sunrise when you're jogging, that's why you go out early on a very cold morning and you get pleasure from that. I felt it. I honestly and truly felt it come from you like, wow, that does sound nice. And I, I'm, I'm thinking I might just try that. Because, uh, you know, a lot of times I lay in bed, long story short, I used to wake up at 3.54 a.m. for decades, decades doing morning radio. So I kind of changed things the last couple of years. So when I get sleep later, I do. Um, But that also cuts into your day. You know, day starts much later. Uh, But hearing you say that, I felt that that could be a really nice start to your day. So I see, 100%. you know, yeah, yeah, I see how when you work with people, um, your energy that comes off of that, and even just that one simple statement, uh, not even kidding, I'm not, you know, I, I'm very honest. I'm, I'm actually going to try that. You know, I want to get back Amazing. into jogging myself. Um, yeah, I'll go to the gym. I'll get on the treadmill. It's not the same. I'm just, you know, I, I just <laughs> yeah. can't focus. Um, and there's just something about the cold air be, being there. Um, so I can see that, uh, you know, where those habits, the, the, the positive points of the habit come from. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about why the goals get derailed after like a week and a half, number one. And number two, it's my understanding that you need a minimum of 21 days, 21 days to make the habit stick and become right. something that's really part of your life. What are your thoughts on all of that? Yeah, so most of the people, they put those uh, New Year goals and they're expecting themselves to to achieve them within the first two weeks. And of course, that's not doable. And uh, once they, they do not get the results in the first two weeks, they get demotivated and they go back or they get busy. So and that's, they go back to their old habits. Yep. So, and that's why accountability is very important. Each one of us, even I, as a coach, I need accountability as well. I have my therapist, for example, or my coach. I have uh, coaches for me. So we need coaches that will hold us accountable to our goals. And that's, that's what most of us are missing. Mm. And that's, and that's how, uh, in my program, like there's, there's, I call them the, the the legs of the stool and if one of the legs is taken out the stool is going to fall down and that's the right system the right accountability and the right support that's what we really need to get our goals can you tell me in the last year 
mm-hmm. what what goals you set for yourself and what goals you achieved. Yeah, so I set I have personal and uh, professional goals. So the personal is that I want to be able to lift 40 pounds of uh, weight in each hand. And I actually achieved that and I cannot believe it until now. Wow. I became so much stronger now. And even when I'm pregnant, I'm still able to lift all of this weight. And, and comparing to my first pregnancy, I'm much stronger now. I don't like to compare myself, but what I want to show here is that it is possible to get stronger between your pregnancies. This is what I want to show. And that's one of the uh, goals that I achieved last year. And uh, the other uh, professional um, goal that I had is I I wanted to quit my full-time job and just focus on helping women. And I did that. It was a very difficult goal, but I did it. Good for you. Wow. Um, How long, what did you do to increase what you can do in terms of weight? How many times you go to the gym? (laughs) How did that work? Yeah, I go five times a week to the gym. Wow. And then, yeah, and and there I lift uh, weight for 45 minutes. And then I run for five kilometers. Afterwards, I go outside and run. In the weekends, I, I usually go for hiking or walks just to keep moving. So, and then, of course, in the gym, when I go, I, I, I do not go from zero to hero. I, I gradually increased my weight. And uh, when I feel that I'm not really sweating or I'm not getting tired, that means I still ha- have the chance to increase the weight. And that's uh, that's when I actually started increasing the weight. We have this idea that women cannot lift weight or they're going to be bulky. So I started challenging this and I, even in my head, I like, no, you can't do it and you're not going to get bulky. It's so good for your strength, for your family and for, for your body. So that's how I talk to myself and, and, and nothing will happen if you tried it and, and then you could not continue. You can put it down. And the progress is maybe one or two reps with the heavy weight, and that's good enough. You don't have to do the 10 reps with the heavy weight. You can put it down and continue with the other, like, uh, lighter um, uh, weight. And uh, because you don't, you don't want to get, I don't want, I really, I'm scared to get injured, and I don't want that. So there's no pride with, the, with weights. They do not mix together. So just be honest with yourself and slowly increase, even if that means two two uh, reps with the heavy weight, eight reps with the lighter weight. That's okay. That's a pro. That's still a progress. It is a mindset because even what you yeah. said before, like you don't want to get injured with too much weight. But when I first started going to the gym, getting back into going to the gym, which is probably twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um. You know, I had in my mind, I would think, uh, all right, well, you know, I'm only lifting this amount of weight, whether it's free weight or on a machine. And I would be wondering, like, well, you know, what are other people looking at? You know, because I'm not I'm not lifting a lot of weight. And then mm-hmm. you just get past it. I'm like, I don't really care. I don't want to get injured. And yeah. repetition is also key, even at a lower weight, right? Of course, definitely. Yeah. And you know what? 
one achievement that I got, which I was not expected, is that uh, not every not every day, but sometimes my son joins me mm. in the gym, and he got so interested in lifting weight. And he started, he wanted to start lifting. And I, I, I thought, no, no, you are too small, like too, like too young. You cannot uh, do that. I'm afraid you're going to hurt your back. But he really wanted to do that. So I decided, okay, let me take him to the physiotherapist who will teach him how to do that in a proper way so he can lift weight with me. Wow. And yeah. He did, and uh, now he sometimes he asks me to take him to the gym so he can lift some weight. It's like two pounds, but that's really good. I, I'm so proud of him. <laughs> wow! And and he's he's sticking to it. He enjoys it. Yeah, he does, and I'm I'm really I'm really proud that I was a role model for him, and that's why I keep saying moms and women and and parents, everyone actually, we are role models for for our kids. So we have to make sure that we we are showing them what we really want them to be. It's it's funny you say that because my daughter is 15 and eating lately with her has been a little bit of a challenge. Um, she's very careful about what she eats and, you know, it's on my radar. And I buy these prepackaged meals. I went through, you know, and they're fresh. I went through different ones, uh, different places finally found what I think is pretty good and it's, you know, fairly mm -hmm. priced and everything. And she just texted me before and she said, Oh, I had one of those meals of, in the refrigerator. I'm like, you did? <laughs> which one? And she explained which one it was. And I said, how was it? She goes, it was pretty good. And I said, Oh, well, I'll be picking up another one. And, uh, cause I've never tried that one before. Okay. And, you know, I'm gratified that she sees that I'm buying it because it's healthy, a healthier choice. Is it yes. the best? No, but it's better. Um, and I even made exactly. and some of my goals to eat a little bit better. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with egg bites. Yeah, I think we have, yeah. Yeah, just uh, it's basically egg and uh, a little bit of cheese and you, you know, yeah. you bake it. Um, yeah. Just tiny. And I started, I made over the weekend, I made like 15 of them. And all day I'll put in yeah. some pepper and things like that. Uh, so I'm trying to get her into that. <laughs> Just That's said, good. Why don't you try the egg bites over there? Um, yeah. But it's, I guess it really does, you have to make that, that it's not easy to make that choice to yeah. be healthy. You know, you should, you know, what's on the yeah. other side of it. Um, mm -hmm. Any other thoughts on how to convince ourselves to, to get on a better path of health? Yeah. So, uh, just not to be judgmental. Just be curious. Mm. Yeah, because when you are curious, there's no space for judgment. Okay. Like, for example, I, you, like, like someone who, um, let's say, is trying to lose weight but then ate a, a piece of cake. So they need to ask, why did I do that? Why did I eat that cake? What, did, which experience did I want to have from eating that cake? Why didn't I choose something that's more aligned to my goals? So when you're curious and you're trying to be a friend with yourself instead of, you know, in a, going in a war with yourself and saying you're a bad one, you cannot uh, control yourself, you have no will, just understand why are you doing that? Maybe you're seeking pleasure and the only way you can do it is eating. Then 
maybe there are there are other ways that you can get pleasure for example um as we said going for a run or um, uh, talking to a friend or some other way that you enjoy it so when you're curious you're more likely to be healthy if uh, than you if you're judgmental hmm. if you're judgmental you're not going to go anywhere i love that you said curious uh because i've tried to do that in the last couple of years stay curious always be mm-hmm. a kid and I, I always say that, like, I'm just a big kid. That's all. Yes. But staying curious. And when I mentioned those egg bites, why mm-hmm. Why did I make them? Somebody gave me the egg bite maker for the holidays. So that was step yeah. one. But I had mentioned, yeah. man, maybe I, I don't cook, by the way, at okay. all. I'm not a cook. That's fine. Can I do it? <laughs> yes. I don't have the patience. But my point to you saying curious, what inspired me to do it? I have egg bites at Starbucks. And okay. I like them. They're a little pricey, but they're good. I know they're, it's a healthier choice. I found a recipe that was a knockoff and I was curious to see if I could duplicate the flavor. Nice. And I did. So, you know, that's where the curiosity came in. That was my inspiration for finally taking this thing out of the box and and using it. It was a curiosity that came into play. I love that. Yes. That's, and no matter how small, the 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 step you te- you took it is really a progress and and that's amazing well done congratulations oh, for doing that yeah <laughs> yeah had him again this morning and you know i have breakfast mm-hmm. for a week you know and i don't have to think about it and it takes <laughs> literally 30 seconds in the microwave and i know what's in it so for the yes. i'll be honest for the first time in my life i know what's in the food that i'm eating because <laughs> i made it um yes how about some other thoughts you know staying on track with our intentions our goals our resolutions Hmm. Um. Yeah. So, uh, for me, when we when we track the thing, like well, when we track what we're doing, we are actually knowing, and we, we're gonna do the progress. Because if we did not track, we're not gonna go anywhere. A lot of people they're gonna feel like they hate being on the scale or they hate measuring themselves. But really, if you did not do that, then you're not gonna know where you are standing. And, uh, and, and just make, be friends with the scale. Okay. Just sure. be friends with the scale. And this is how you're going to track yourself. And if you, because if you, like, if you see that number, you need, you need to understand, yeah, I did not gain weight. For example, I, I only gained weight today from yesterday. It's because I late, I, I ate late at night or because for example, I did not have enough water. So again, being curious. But do not be an enemy with the scale. Just track yourself. And if, if you do not like the scale, you can actually track yourself in other ways. As I said earlier, I have different types of trackers. and uh, But this is the scale was one way. Another way is, is uh, track yourself with the weights that you are using. But you have to write them down. So if you do not have them in front of you, you cannot make conclusions. And then you cannot improve. I, thank you for that reminder. And it's kind of simple, but we don't do it. And I'm even as you're as you're speaking, I'm thinking back to you know changes I made even two weeks ago, and I try to oh, remember yeah. what date I did. You got to keep a journal. You get you have yeah. to. You do. Yeah. Um, and and you're going to see that progress. And just you know for remembering, you know, it's either you you might say well, it's been, you know, three weeks and I haven't seen a change or it's only been a week, but it feels like three weeks. You can't remember 
exactly yeah. unless you write it down. Yes. So you can yeah, better exactly. at that. Yeah. And it, <laughs> and it's so simple, but we forget to do it. Just like what's so simple? Keeping a gratitude journal. Yes. Most people don't. <laughs> <laughs> Guess it, it's exactly. how's that going to make a difference? Well, it is going to make a difference, and it's been it proven before. Um, yeah. In the a couple of minutes that we have left, in terms mm-hmm. of nutrition, mm-hmm. what what would be your suggestion for people that want to make a positive change in a new year? Is it yeah, you know go organic if you can afford it? That mm-hmm. you should be doing that things things like that. Anything that stands out for you? The thing is that I really recommend everyone to listen to their body in terms of what to eat. Your body knows what is best for you. I, I'm like for me with my clients, I'm there only like a vehicle that will help them discover what is right for their body. But they all, it's all there in their body. They know it all. Listen to your body, and then you're gonna know what to eat. <laughs> Interesting. Um... Mm-hmm. I have to apply that. I have to mm-hmm. think about that. But I totally agree with you. You're, if you can tune into your body, it knows everything. It has the answers. It's a- and it's talking. It's telling you things. Exactly. But we ignore it. And that's what I tell my son, my six-year-old. Listen to your body when it's whispering. And don't let it scream at you. <laughs> when it starts screaming, we're going to have the coughing that we used to have. I told you the story of my son. He was coughing the first two years of his life. And I, I keep telling him, we, were, we did not understand what your body was whispering for you until it was screaming, which was the coughing and not sleeping and so on. So don't we don't want to go back to that screaming. We want to listen to sure. the whispering. Yep, exactly. And even those things that we minimize, you know, Hydration, water, you, you said oh, it before. Yeah. Uh, I know, because I, I listened to my body and it scared me a few times, you know, over the, mm. the past couple of years. But when I'm laying in bed and I can't sleep and I feel like my heart is beating very fast, oh, I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Mm-hmm. Should I be concerned? Maybe I need to eat something. I don't know what it is. Or I feel like exceptionally tired out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I know now I didn't drink enough. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. That's what it is. I'll be laying in bed and feel that, you know, fast heartbeat. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get up. And I don't want to drink something because then eventually I have to go to the bathroom, you know, later. <laughs> yes. but, but, you, you know, you need to. Um, yeah. But that's what it, that's what I've learned. Uh, Amazing. And, and there was a couple of times where I was like, are you okay? Because, <laughs> you know, you know yeah. there are symptoms that could, you know, be something else. But no, it was surely just it wasn't having enough hydration. But you might yeah. not experience that. Everybody's yeah. different, you know, and every, exactly. every, everybody's, everybody's body talks differently. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Tell us, uh, Ella, how we can connect with you. If somebody's looking to, to make those changes, those healthy habits in the new year, they, they want that accountability. How, how do they do that? So you can reach out to me and uh, there's a, a contact me uh, tab on my website. My website is blossomingcorner.com blossomingcorner.com correct yeah yeah and blossoming is b-l-o-s-s-o-m-i-n-g corner.com yes great talking with you uh really appreciate how you keep things simple but they are so important and i'm not kidding you 
Uh, sometime this week, I'm going to start. I think it's going to be raining tomorrow. Uh, I'm getting up early before the sunrise and at the very least going for a walk. Take my dog for a walk in the dark. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much. And, uh, Thank you. And Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year. And we'll talk soon, okay? Yeah. Thanks. Take care. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quinces. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.